We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I feel so bad when you're on holidays and you see these children running around and you know they're getting scalded and you're like, would your mum ever put some sun cream on you? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you on your sixth year holiday going up to young fellas being like, would you ever put some sun cream on? <laughs> Me running after all the kids. No, that's kind of weird, isn't it? That is weird. We're moving on. <laughs> Hey mammies, I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. You look lovely. And welcome back to I'm Grandmam. Woo! Girlies, we had to pull back in the woo because a few of you have been in touch to say that you've been missing it. There was a lot of complaints. A lot of complaints have been submitted. Well, there was back. one. There was one. Shane Walsh called us out for it. But you know what? I missed the woo too, Shane. So we're putting it back in. So we're putting it back in, girly. I was just saying there you look stunning. Oh, thanks, babe. It actually caught me off guard because I was properly like looking at you when we did the intro. I do. I like getting dressed up for the pod recording sometimes. Do you? Yeah. But you're kind of cash on the bottom, aren't you? On the bottom, yeah, yeah. But party on top. Party on top, loungewear on the bottom. No, I'm sick of people calling it loungewear. It's pyjamas. It's pyjamas. It's PJs. What do you mean, babe? This is my loungewear. It's not loungewear though, it's pyjamas, just call it what it is. What? These aren't my pyjamas. Guys, go on away with your notions. The pyjamas? No, but I think they're tracksuits. They're just tracksuits, trackies. But they're just calling their tracksuits their loungewear. Also, it's not just your clothes, it's because you have a bit of a glow. I do have a glow. You do have a bit of a glow. I think it's because I'd be working by the window these days and I'd be getting sun kissed. I told you though, you still need to wear your SPF even if you're not going outside. Because those rays can get you from... Inside the gaff as Pure well. Pure snaky rays. Pure snaky rays. How's everyone else doing? How are we, girls? And um, what week are we on now? Week is it, five? Is it week five? I think it's week five. It's definitely yeah. been longer than a month, right? But like, we're staying positive, right? Yeah, I think I am. Obviously, 
like we've mentioned other episodes, I've my days where I just want to stay in my bed yeah. and not do a tap. And that's fine. And do that and accomplish nothing in that day. That's all good too. Yeah. But yeah, more often than not, I'm getting on fine. You know what I mean? But to be honest, what's saving me is that the weather's just gorgeous. That's the thing. I think it would be a different story if it was manky weather as well. Whereas it's kind of hard to be in foul humour when the weather's so glorious. Yeah, like, I know it's not as good in Ireland, I don't think, because my mum would be telling me we're haunted. Oh, yeah, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> It'll, it's all, But you know what? It's all coming to you, guys. <laughs> we'll send it over to you. I used to love that whenever you came back from holidays and you'd come back to Ireland and then your friend's mum would go, Jeez, you brought the fine weather back with you. You'd be like, yeah, and you'd be delighted with yourself then. <laughs> but you didn't, obviously. Obviously. You know what I am craving, though? And it's perfect weather for it. What? A game of curbs. Oh, my God. I love a game of curbs. I was lying in bed the other night. You know the way you just be up to all hours these yeah. days? And I was thinking, fuck it. You went Wouldn't to it be curbs. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great to go out and play a game of curbs? You see, the thing with curbs, I had this love-hate relationship because, like, everyone was mad about it. But I never really wanted to play it. Really? I was obsessed with it. I, when I got into it, I was grand. But like a lot of the time, I was like, but well, we could just do something more exciting. You know no, what I mean? Curbs was the game for me. And I feel like it was like a gay man's game. No, I just hated at the end of Curbs. Like if you lost and then they like belt the uh, ball at your ass. Oh, we never did that. Oh, really? That sounds very unruly. No, but like if you lose, like that's the forfeit. Or sometimes it'll be like they get to whack the ball and kick it at your face. Oh, Christ. What did you do if you lost? I don't know. You congratulate the person who played opposite you. Oh, there's no like forfeit. No. There was forfeits up the north side. Oh, was see. there? That's kind of chaotic. That's why I didn't like corpse because it was always like, at the end, because I was shit at it, I was like, okay, I'm getting a smack of a ball at the end of this. Really? I thought the gays were good at it because of the limp wristage. Yeah, but like I was playing against up and coming basketball players. Oh really? Yeah. I feel like if you're good at curbs when you were younger, you're gay now. Oh really? I feel like that's the case. Okay. And you're the curb champions now, homosexuals. Is this resonating with any of the gays back home? <laughs> I wonder is curbs a game over here? Pavements. <laughs> Maybe when Daddy, can we go play some pavements? <laughs> Maybe when we're all allowed outside properly again. We can kind of try and introduce it over here, would we? Is it a game you could play in quarantine, though? Because, like, if you went outside and met your friend, you're still two metres away from each other, right? But you're only meant to be going out for your walk, not playing a game of carbs, really, oh, aren't okay. you? You know what? Again, another thing we can look forward to, guys. Curbs. Game of carbs with your friend. See, it's not all bad. It's not all bad. Okay, like, highlights of my week. Like, the sun is definitely amazing. Yeah. But there was definitely been some lowlights, right? Which are... People tagging me in those fucking challenges. Oh my god. Go on away with your challenges. Like all great that you're raising money for charity and stuff. Obviously we love that. We yeah, love to see love it. love it, yeah. Like do all the charity fundraising bits. But like when I signed up for Instagram I didn't sign a contract that I will have to go fucking run 5k a day. Like I'm on here to scroll and just like pictures then. Yeah like I got nominated in the 5k one the other day and I was like oh my god. And then I just felt like... I felt like like a bad person because I'd want to do it. And I was like, I could just donate the money. But then I was like, oh, I'm kind of doing nothing better. I'll just do it. But like, I would think that I'm kind of into my fitness a bit, right? Yeah. And I kind of enjoy the odd run. I remember the last time I probably ran there was last summer. I don't mind doing it if I'm on holidays or if the weather's nice. 
running down by the pram. No, I hate running. Me, me. I hate it as well after the other day. Anyway, I did the 5k. I have no concept of distance. Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be grand because I've seen all these people come up my feet who I was like, oh, well, they're doing a 5k and it's only taking them however many minutes. I'll <laughs> they're doing a 5k and they look very unfit. So like, <laughs> I can definitely, that's what you were thinking. Well, my sister did it and she wouldn't be mad into her. <laughs> no, well, like she wouldn't be mad into her fitness. So I was Sarah, like, he shaved you there. But I was like, if she can do it, then I'd be grand. And I was like, oh, and I kind of took her time as kind of a benchmark. Yeah. And I think she did in like 28 or something. So I was like, oh, I might be able to do, I don't know, shave a bit off that anyway. I was dead. And then I downloaded like this running app that tells you as you're going, like how far you yeah. ran after each kilometer. And I honestly was running for ages so long. Like I was on the opposite side of Stratford and it just went one kilometer reached. And I was like, what? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And I was like nearly getting sick because I was like, I have to do another four. No, fuck that. Don't put me down for cardio. I'm sorry. If someone tags me in that, I'll donate five quid from the comfort of my own bed. I'll spray myself with the thing I use to water my plants next to it. I put my thing, <laughs> I put my hands up in a five and I'll fucking say thanks. Surely there are some people doing that, isn't there? Because have you seen all the hype about people lying about their times and everything? Saying they're beating Usain Bolt. Like loads what of Britney Spears. Loads of Britney Spears is up in the gaff. What are you up to? But then there's also loads of nominations. Like we got tagged in one the other day. Like people attacking the podcast in nominations as well. That's the most chaotic thing. Someone tagged us in like this raw egg challenge, and I goes, "I'm sorry, no, babe. I'm not eating a raw egg for nobody." No, imagine us catching salmonella off the egg. I don't. I think you can actually do a raw egg, though, can you? Like people do, like do that in the films. I think you can actually. Like show Rocky energy. I think my brother used to do it with orange juice back in the day when he was kind of skinny and wanted to get bigger. Like, I don't know why, surely there's easier means. Is there flex on the challenge? Like, can I poach the egg? <laughs> can I put it on some avocado toast? I don't mind doing it then. Like, I'll do the challenge then. Yeah. Does it have to be raw? Okay, I think we need to come up with a challenge that's like less physically draining. Yeah, and that's like, you know, somewhat rewarding. You know what I mean? Because like, I've had shin splints there since the run last week. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I've had to roll out my legs. Okay, so we need to do a, a challenge that isn't going to injure your patella. Um... <laughs> okay, let's brainstorm for a second. Okay. Okay, we have it. Oh my God, girlies, we have it. And it's iconic. <laughs> okay, so we're going to launch the... Charity challenge, okay? As in like hot beverage. <laughs> so what you're going to do, girlies, is you're going to do a random act of kindness and make a cup of tea for someone you're isolating with just randomly out of yeah. nowhere when they don't request it. No dairy in the tea. If you have some any other plant-based milk, fine. Perfect. And then you're going to record their reaction to you just randomly... Coming up to them with a cuppa. Yeah, so you're going to be like, hair, and then they're going to be like, oh my God, that's so nice. You're going to make their day, and then you're going to donate a bit of money to a chosen charity of your choice. I love it. Tag us in it, girlies. <laughs> be sure to tag, girlies. So step one, make the tea. Step two, record yourself giving it to someone. Step three, donate. Amazing, easy. See, that's how you run a charity campaign. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm actually obsessed with it. I know. And as well, like... The person who's making the tea is making someone feel better by making someone a cup of tea. It's not too physically demanding. Yeah. And then the person getting the tea is weak as well. And then the whole of Ireland is drinking a cup of tea. Oh my God, unreal. But I suppose my man be drinking the tea anyway. Like, if someone is to make her another cup, is it going to be great for her? 
Do you know what I mean? I say like she's not getting a lot of sleep. But you can do like decaf as well. You could do decaf. You could do decaf. Yeah. Actually, that's great. I love it. Decaf. Love it. Charity challenge. Charity challenge. C H A R I T E A. We'll post about it on social media, guys. Yeah, you'll get the notification. I love how emotional you're getting these days. I was just getting a bit emotional about that, wasn't I? It was a bit weird. Kevin's doing this thing lately because of Quar, and he's just tearing up at everything. Oh my god, what was something I cried at today? There's a new um, show coming out on Netflix about two um, elderly lesbian lovers. Oh my god, I saw that trailer. And it was just a trailer, and I was in floods, and I was crying kind of throughout it. Bearing in mind it's only two and a half minutes long. <laughs> but at the end, um, they ask one of them, they say, um, what does she mean to you? And she gets all choked up and honestly, oh. I was just bawling in my room. No, I was out in the back garden. I was bawling. Oh no. But I love it. I feel it's so cathartic. I love crying. You know the way there used to be so much shame in like crying when you were younger as well. I used to cry loads. Like sometimes I'd be playing football and because like my dad was like my coach and if he was annoying me or if he was like just being kind of annoying and if I used to get pure annoyed I used to just start crying oh, and I'd really? walk it's so embarrassing no that's just a, like uh, a sore loser you know what I mean yeah. that's what I was essentially <laughs> but I used to just walk up and I used to just cry in the car I loved at birthdays when people started crying and then they'd be like I'm not crying because I'm sad I'm crying because I'm angry or the people who used to try and pass it off as hay fever it's like, what? oh there was one fella in our class who used to be like Forever crying, which is great. Boys cry too, yeah. right? Boys get sad too. Yeah. But he used to be always crying. He'd be like, "It's my hay fever," and we'd be like, "Babe, it's the height of winter. <laughs> There's no pollen, I mean? babe. Babe, what's the pollen count? Have you checked? Does your hay fever react to trauma? Because I think you need to sort through your shit. Exactly, like. But it's good to cry, girls. Oh yeah, babe, cry it out. Some days I like. Some days I'm like trying to schedule my cry. I'm yeah. like, okay, now I'll go upstairs and I'll watch that film and hopefully I'll cry before 10 and I'll be yeah. asleep for half past. I like that about like nights out and going drinking and then the day after if I'm hungover, I do like to just, because I like to start my week afresh Yeah. and I feel like the cry on a Sunday eve is usually good for me, you know what I mean? I used to be able to cry for like two years after my dad died and then oh. I was all very dark turned there, but, <laughs> but like... um. It was really hard because like I just felt like because I couldn't cry at the time I felt really guilty afterwards right and then I just didn't cry at anything so it was two years and then we were in, I was in the cinema me and Jose and the Christmas little advert came on so in the advert it's about this granddad um who is his wife has passed away yeah and he they're all having Christmas dinner and he looks at the seat next to him and it's empty because that's where his oh, wife God. used to sit that's and then his granddaughter yeah. sits in it Next thing, like, holds it on, so he's just watching this advert. Me next to him. <gasps> <laughs> he, like, oh, looks, babe. He's like, are you okay? Me, no. And, like, it was once once I started crying, I couldn't stop. So oh. I'm in the, in the gate cinema in Cork, I'm sure. Bawling, crying, like, literally couldn't catch my breath. <laughs> literally, because it was, like, two years of crying, like, coming out yeah. from the little Christmas advert. Oh, my God. Oh, babe, that's so lovely, I though. Know. A little really does help a lot. <laughs> A little helps a lot is our catchphrase, right? Is it? I don't know if it is, but if it's not, it needs to be. That's well, iconic. Be. Did you just come up with that on a whim? No, I think it's that strapline, like. Oh, let's check. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Okay, let's get into the theme. I think we should. The theme for this week is... <laughs> Seven Deadly Sins. Alexa, 
Play Bad Girls by Donna Summer. I love it. This is my, one of my favourite bops. I think Bad this is possibly one of my favourite songs of all time. Name a better bitch than Donna. I've never, known, I've never met a Donna who wasn't a bad bitch. <laughs> I don't think I know many Donnas. I know Do one. I? I kissed her before when I was 15. Really? Did I? Oh no, I didn't. I wanted to. Oh, was she cute? It's a very long intro. That's the only thing, but I'm loving. I feel like I want to turn it off. Yeah, turn it off. I love when the whistles I dance, so that'd be weird. Do you want to dance? Dance away, girl. Yeah. Beep, beep. beep. Me when they finally start driving. <laughs> beep, beep. Toot, toot. Me yeah. in the passenger seat playing beep, the song. Beep. Us in traffic on the way to Brighton. <laughs> yeah. Beep, beep. Ready? I love this. Bad girls. Talking about the circus. I don't know the lyrics. No, they're sad now. <laughs> they're sad now. Hey, hey, girl, yeah. I love this song. Do we cut it? See them out on the streets at night. Watch it. If the price is right. Oh. You can score. If your pack is tight. But you'll want a good time. This is my favourite bit. Pause. 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 Drop. Pause. Yeah. Pause. 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 Hi. <laughs> Pulse, 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 mid. Pulse, 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 Jump. Step click, step click. I love it. I love it. Such a song. What year did that come out? I don't know, but it makes me want to drink loads of gin and I twirl around my hands in the yeah. air. I love when that song comes on at the club. It just goes to show you actually can't beat a classic. No, you can't. Alexa, what year did Donna Summer's Bad Girls come out? Did she know that? Like for a track that came out in 1979 talking about like prostitutes and yeah. stuff like that and calling them the bad girls and making it into an anthem. Iconic bar. Ahead of our time. Ahead of our time. So ahead of our time and we the fact that it. we're in the year 2020 and what's that? 41 years. Oh my and god. We're still... Quick maths bada bing bada boom. <laughs> I've this all rehearsed from earlier. <laughs> No, but you know what I mean? Ahead of our time and the fact that we're still dancing to it in the clubs today. I know. Anyway, I'm getting very excited about it. That's how much I'm craving a fucking boogie. <laughs> I am. Don't be jealous of my boogie. <laughs> Wasn't I doing my TikTok-y bits in the garden there yesterday? You love learning the TikTok routines. And then the fellas in the gaff behind me. I don't know if they were loving it or laughing at it. Me and Kevin have this weird um, theory that our next door neighbours behind us are homophobic. Definitely. It's not a theory. I think it's... Fact, is it? Yeah. Well, they haven't been explicitly homophobic, have they? They've been throwing a few looks, like. Yeah, and the eldest fellow was wearing super dry the other day. Oh, okay. Confirmed. So, confirmed. confirmed. He's definitely of the hetero community. I'm actually afraid. <laughs> okay, so this week's theme is the seven deadly sins. Ooh, seven deadly sins. Oh, are you trying to pretend like you're like a snake or something? Oh, sins. <laughs> but like the reason why we're doing it is because like everyone's feeling pure guilty. Over everything. And there's nothing to be feeling guilty about. I know. People feeling guilty because they woke up late in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, or like they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I had another bit of cake today. Yeah, or oh my God, we're only allowed out for an hour a day. I didn't even go outside the door today. So, so. what are you feeling guilty for? Yeah, like, don't be so hard on yourself. It's, like, ingrained in us when we're growing up that, like, 
there are these sins and if we do them we're like so bad we're bad people yeah exactly but like they're a load of bullshit and also it's so funny because Laura O'Manley who's like a hilarious core comedian we love Laura who we love and all of her quarantine content is gold iconic but she says when the weather gets nice she gets so anxious because she's like she feels this um, obligation to go outside with her kids which can sometimes like be an ordeal because like They'd be running around and stuff or whatever. And she's like, why do I feel guilty? Or she's like, I feel like this guilt is put on me by other people. And she's like, who are these people that are making me feel guilty? But it's so true, isn't she's it? She's delighted they're all stuck in the house, so is she? <laughs> she's delighted they don't have nice weather. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So, And yeah. also, I feel like because we just have more time to think about everything because we're not as busy these days, yeah. that like sometimes even like past things that happens are kind of coming up coming up and like eating us up a bit so what we're going to do is we're going to do a scathing expose behind the origins <laughs> of sin it's going to be a bit chaotic girls but just like <laughs> strap in we're going to take you through each sin and the dirty details of each okay sin number one I feel like we should do an ASMR first. what? an ASMR type what's the first one? lust <laughs> is that good? That you know was kind of good, was it? This sin always reminds me of Magnums, you know, the ice cream. Yeah, Magnum did a range called The Seven Deadly Sins. They did, what an iconic marketing ploy. I feel like Magnums, I hope they're not owned by some chaotic like CEO, but I feel like they don't get enough credit. Like, they're definitely top tier in terms of ice creams. And as well, the vegan Magnum that you produced the other day, and again, like, not a sponsored post, we wish it was, but... <laughs> Divine? Gorgeous. Stunning. Literally. Like, stunning. (laughs) But like, definitely a top tier ice cream. (laughs) I just want that on a loop. What's going? (laughs) Stunning. Gorgeous. Literally. Stunning. Iconic. But yeah, so lost. Yeah, so like, wanting to ride. That's what it is basically, isn't it really? Yeah, but sorry now, how come me being horny is a sin? I had a wet dream there the other night. Does that mean I sinned? But I was asleep. (laughs) So I had no control over that. It was control. What, isn't it so weird I had a wet dream the other night? I think it's probably just the fact that, like... I'm not getting any rides. You're not getting any ridey vests done. Oh my God. I can't remember the last time I had a wet dream. I remember them telling you about the wet dreams in schools. But they, they were late with the talk. Because I'd already had the wet <laughs> dream and I didn't know what was going on. But I was like, Jesus, I'm after pissing the bed. And I was like, how am I still wet in the bed? In fifth and sixth class. You know what I mean? I don't think anyone's feeling guilty about feeling horny, are they? Well, I remember when I was younger, like, I used to feel guilty about it. Like, I remember, especially, like, from the gay perspective. Oh, obviously. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I remember even, like, the first time I ended up in Debenhams down the, like, underwear section and I saw the boxes with men's, like, torsos on them and their, like... Bulges and I was like, oh my god, I want to stay here forever. I to wanted closing. to lick the packaging. Literally, I wanted to inhale. Even to this day, I have to be careful if I'm doing my shopping bits and if I'm getting new underwear and I'm inside in Tapman or wherever and I'm looking at the packaging and I just begin pure ideas. It's such a rite of passage for any young gay fella when they're in a clothing store and they see the boxers. The boxers and briefs and just think, oh my god. Yeah, but girls, obviously... No one's feeling guilty about wanting to write nowadays. Yeah, exactly. So. There's no shame in it. And like... Sex positive, hon. Sex positive. Obviously, unless you're isolating with them these days, don't be going out doing any ridey bits. You can enjoy all that once this is over. Yeah. But like, there's no shame in it when you are doing it. And also, 
if you can't get the right because you're like not quarantining with your fellow or you're just you just can't get the right show with your family get a sex toy like yeah they're there for a reason you yeah. know what I mean I remember when I was coming over to London my friend Lorna had like made like this package together for me f- for like when I was moving away and in it she had like given me a dildo and I was skitting like it's yeah. like a joke or whatever and I was like hilarious pink one as well by the way I love and um, I remember I saw her the day before I was flying over to uh, London and I was still like packing my bits the night before obviously and I, I had like this package or whatever and I had it in my backpack and my mum was helping me pack anyway she produced the dildo and she nearly got a weakness and she was like what's this about and I was like mortified because it just looked like I was just packing a dildo into <laughs> my suitcase and I was like oh like Norna got me that as a as a skit like for the laugh like whatever and she goes well I don't find it very funny <laughs> and I was just like oh my god well it was a bit mortifying but like but you could be like why are you, why are you not being sex positive man <laughs> yeah ma'am why don't you be more sex positive <laughs> but anyway what a laugh I love it okay let's move on to the next sin so the second deadly sin is gluttony Oh, you're going to do that fall like good. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to do it in Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry in advance, guys. <laughs> do you love it? So, gluttony, sorry now, but like, if I go to an all-you-can-eat buffet, you're saying I'm a sinner. Exactly. And as well, as if I'm not feeling guilty enough for having the extra pack of biscuits, and now you're telling me I'm sinning by doing it as well. But Irish people just have pure, huge dinners in general, don't they? I'm, since I've been cooking for us during quarantine, I've realised how much of an Irish mammy feeder I am. Like, I'd be cooking me and Kevin dinners that could feed the whole parish. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, is that enough spuds there now? And you'd be like, oh, just peel a few more. And I'd be like, we having it for <laughs> breakfast, lunch and dinner. You know what I mean? But I do love that. I do love it as well. I do love it. There's nothing worse than going out. Like, imagine going out for a meal and then being hungry afterwards. Is there a word for, like, a constant fear of not having enough food? Because do you ever go to a restaurant and you're going to order and you're, like, pure in the mood for a munch? Yeah. Or, like, when you're ordering a takeaway and you're like, will that be enough now? And I'd be up in a Yeah, heat. surely that's a condition. Surely that's... I have it, whatever it is. I say it is. Okay, next in. Greedy. You're really sick into that it. That was good, was this? You know that I'm greedy for love. I can't Ariana Grande. think about that song because of Valentina's lip sync and she didn't know one lyric. Oh yeah, RuPaul Drag Race. And she should have just slapped in that lip sync, but like she didn't have a clue. I would say you're definitely not a greedy person. I try not, I was when I was younger. You're pure greedy. I wasn't greedy, I was spoiled. So like I didn't know any better because like, yeah. I just always got what I wanted mm-hmm. and then I slowly realised because my sisters now, sorry now if you have sisters like Lindsay, Elena, Martina, they're quick to put you in your place when you're acting like a brat. Really? Oh yeah, like so they'd be like, man you're not giving them that at all. And I'd be like, oh. But would you be demanding for it? Like that's no. greed. I suppose like, I don't, I can't, like I know a few greedy people. No, I'm not, I'm definitely not greedy anymore. Aren't you? I just know what I want. <laughs> you're more specific. Yeah. Who's greedy? Who's greedy that we I know? I suppose like people would be greedy for money and stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't mind more money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that furloughed scheme. Girls, I've been furloughed. I was calling it furlocked for the first two weeks. It was I'd say so no one knew funny. what I was on about. And I knew you were wrong, but I didn't want to tell you because <laughs> it was just so funny. And then I heard you saying furloughed on the phone to someone. I was like, who's furloughed? <laughs> and then I googled it and PJ was actually right. Yeah, but you always pronounce things wrong. Well, it's L-O-U-G-H. What other word was I pronouncing wrong for ages? I forget. Verbatim, is it? Verbatim, yeah. Verbatim. What is it? Verbatim. Oh, yeah. But is that like a potato-potato situation? I wonder, like, because it is... But who in their right mind says potato? Like, sorry, That's, Yeah, that was never a thing, was it? Who goes, 
Yeah, I'm just going to put on the potatoes there now. You'd be like, what? I feel like it's kind of glam. I think I might start saying it. <laughs> anyway, babe, have that extra square of chocolate. Be greedy, it's grand. But be greedy, but also... Nah, Sh- just be greedy. Be greedy, but also Sharon's caring, like. Fortson. Sloth. Was that good? I'm going to try that one again. Right Sloth. No, wait there, that was a bit too much. Right there. No, what I do? Sloth. Yeah. Right there. Sloth. That one, I like that one. Okay. As in the animal. <laughs> like, Shagal loved that animal. He never stood a chance. But is he named after the sin? Because that's just rude. <laughs> he never stood a chance. Imagine he's just realising you were born a sin. But he's just chilling. That's the thing. Like, they basically turn chilling into a sin. Yeah. Netflix and Sloth. <laughs> we need to start calling it that. But if I'm having a two-fitty, I'm sinning. Yeah. Fuck that. Who made these? None of these are real sins. Like, where's shooting people and stuff? Yeah, where's like murder? Where's homophobic attacks? Where's not serving oat milk in a barista-style establishment? These are real sins, and what they're giving us is a load of baloney. I've never said baloney in my life. That was a sin. <laughs> this I've is baloney. Saying baloney on a podcast is definitely a sin. That's disgusting. Baloney is basically corned beef, isn't it? I don't know. I even get a bit weird when you people say there were corned beef. I used to love it. I used when to I was love it. Though. I love it. And do you remember we had the conversation last week about pork and onion, and we were chatting for ages about it? Do you remember pork and onion last? And it was what? Unreal. And I just think it's so funny. Like, if you're serving meat up to your kids that's shaped as the Batman logo. <laughs> or, like, a smiley face. Or the Billy Bear ham. The Billy Bear ham. Like, it's... it's, a, it's You're giving your kids, like... the If you think about it, it's actually so weird. You're giving your kids a face made of meat to consume. It's so bizarre. So weird. So bizarre. And but very tasty. I pork and onion it sandwiches. so nice. So good. Oh, you see the pack. Really? You know you see the pack. I used to always come in after night out, not eat the pork and onion, but I'd always eat the wafers ham. Oh, really? Like, and I think about it now and like eating it. My sister's best friend, Marissa, I spoke about her before. I used to call You in. speak about her every week and I love it. <laughs> used to call into our house when we were growing up just to eat our ham. She had us eating out of the whole house at home. Really? Yeah. Anyway, anyway, have we even spoken about being... Whatever, sloth. it's not a sin, I refuse to speak about it. You're just chilling. Being lazy, have that extra hour in bed, especially nowadays. You know what I mean? Just relax. Yeah, what kind of tyrant made these, I'm sorry. Weirdos. Next sin. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Wrath. Was that good? No, I don't, I don't like this narrative. You don't me. like any of them? No, not really. One second. Let me make it more animated. Wrath. When I do the rolling the R. Why did you do an accent? There wasn't an accent. It was just a... Wrath. 
I hit that one. That one, okay. Oh, okay. Scooby-Doo energy. Raggy? This is the only sin I agree with on the whole list. What is... Wrath has been pure... Pure vindictive-like. Pure vicious. Pure vengeful-like. And vengeful energy. Yeah, and being just kind of chaotic. Like, if someone wronged you, like, you wouldn't, like, try and forgive them. You want to be vengeful and get back at them. Yeah, okay, yeah, wrath is bad. And I do try to not do that. I do try and forgive people. Yeah. One thing I do a lot is that, like, I forgive people, but I don't forget. You're not really going to forget it, are you? Especially if it's something really kind of shitty. Yeah. But if, you, if you're forgiving someone to take them back or something, you will have to forget it because otherwise it's not fair to them. You know yeah. I mean? Anyway, very deep. I'm trying to think of times in my life where I was like really like vengeful against someone who's wronged me. Can yeah, you think of any? I can't, because like, I can't really lash out. I remember one time when I was younger and it was my like best friend at the time and I was best friends with him for a few years. And... um. But he used to kind of hang around my brothers as well, which used to kind of send me a bit because I was like, okay. he's definitely my friend. And then I remember one time I saw him kind of out playing with my brothers and not me. And I was a bit like, well, what's the story there? He'd even knock on my door and ask me <gasps> if I was coming out. Anyway, it was kind of a bit weird. My brothers, I think, used to almost kind of take pleasure in the fact then that they'd be like stealing my friends. And I was a bit like, well, what's going on here? <laughs> Why is everyone ganging up against me? You know what I mean? Anyway, I had some kind of altercation with my brothers. And I was like, oh, I called this well and I was like, oh... Like, are you not going to come play at me instead of them? And then he told me to get bent. <gasps> and I was like, what? And I'd never heard that before, get bent. And I was kind of like, what the heck? And everyone was skitting laughing. I was pure mortified as well, because like my brothers were pure laughing yeah. as well. And I was like, what the heck? And then I, I just like ran home. I wasn't crying or anything, but I was pure like annoyed. Well, you proved him wrong anyway, didn't you? <laughs> and I was like, bitch. Bitch, you watch, I'll get bent. <laughs> I'll get so motherfucking bent. You're going to rue the day you told me get bent, bitch, because I'm going to be... So bent, I'm broken. But anyway, I remember it was just eating me alive. And I'd ask my dad, like, what does get bent mean and stuff? And he was yeah. like, oh, it's just like a not nice phrase or whatever. Yeah. But it was the fact that he was all for my brothers that made me like kind of ballistic. Yeah. So then the next day when it all... <laughs> ballistic. So the next day when it all kind of like died down a bit, I rang his house phone as was like the protocol back in the day. Like you'd ring their house phone or whatever. Because I had hashed this plan. It was, it's really chaotic. And actually I don't know should I be talking about it because I could be... Anyway, so bearing in mind, seven or eight or nine, don't really know what age, but he, I called him and told him to come over and ask him if he wanted to play in my gaff or whatever. Yeah. And he knocked on the door, and when he opened, I just started spraying him with the air freshener from the <gasps> lid, from the toilet, like spraying him all over the gaff. But I was skitting laughing, and then I just closed the door. But I remember, and now that's awful, right? That's actually so bad that I did it. I can't believe. But I did feel so much better after it, you know what I mean? I felt so good afterwards. So you made him come up to your house. He, he knocked on the door, you opened it and just sprayed him with deodorant. Well, no, with air freshener. So like the one from the Jacks. <gasps> yeah, it was so... Was he like... <coughs> I didn't spray him in the face or whatever. Like, obviously, like I wasn't macing him in yeah. the eyes. I was just spraying this whole person with it. He just didn't know what was going on because he thought he was coming over to play. And then I just closed the door and I was like... I want to say I said get bent as I closed the door. <laughs> But I don't think I did. But let's just pretend I did, just for added effect. That's so funny. That was wrathful, wasn't it? I don't think I've done anything that chaotic since, though. I'm terrified. That's so like when you hear kids like kill their cats. No, I just sprayed him. I made him smell good. It was kind of <laughs> if actually. Anything, it was a gesture of kindness. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Okay, second last sin. Envy. No way. They're all the same. Babe. They're all the same. Oh, the way I'm doing it? Yeah. Oh. 
but yeah, but I like the way I'm doing it. It's really like envy. Yeah, but I think like the people are expecting me to be pure and like stagey about it. What about envy? Like look at her. <laughs> envy. Actually, no. This is actually another real sin. Wrath and envy. Wrath and envy ones. are definitely sins, aren't they? Yeah. Well, but also. You can't actually help when you're envious of someone. Obviously, you can try and like put it out of your head and like try not to like compare yourself or whatever. But also, like, if someone's looking pure and real, or if someone like I don't know has unreal clothes, or someone gets an unreal haircut, or has an unreal fella, and I'm envious, I can't just be like, oh, well, I'm not going to be envious now. I'm going to stop feeling this. Yeah, I used to get really envious and jealous of people when I was younger, and I really had to learn how to like. Quell it because it was it made me such an ugly person. Really, I was really bad in primary school. Like me and Jordan went for this play together, and like he got the like lead role as Scar, and I was so jealous that like I bullied him for like weeks. Like I was so mean to him. Like I made loads of people like be mean to him. It was actually so mean. Really, like he was the meanest I've ever been. I'm not proud of it. Really? Sorry, Jordan. I love you. All because of the Disney franchise? I know. Isn't Dis- that crazy? Disney made me a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of envy like... I wouldn't think I'm envious to the point where I'm like getting bogged down about something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes I have like gaff envy. Like I love our gaff. Yeah. But you know the way sometimes you see inside people's gaffs and you're kind of like, oh, they're gaff's yeah, pure I don't real. Think, I don't think that's like proper envy. I think envy is only like bad when it like makes you mean so like, okay. I was mean in that instance you yeah know I mean? okay because you envied yeah the role so like or like there's sometimes when you hear people talking about someone and I'm like in my head when they're talking to me I'm like you're just jealous I used to envy the lads who used to place higher than me in the fish match you <laughs> and he used to wreck my head because I used to put in so much work for it and as well you know what the fish match you is actually so stupid and I'm calling it out here and now and I'm oh. going to do a scathing expose on it because For the people right, who don't know what the Fesh Machu is. Oh, sorry. So basically, it's like they call it the Fesh Machu Festival, I think. Oh. But it's basically like an arts kind of thing that they do in Cork. Um, For loads of gay people. <laughs> and posh people. It's no. a posh and gay festival in no, Cork. No, it's not. Basically, like, because I went to speech and drama when I was younger, like, we used to do poems for the Fesh Machu. But it's kind of like a competition. But you used to have to prepare two poems. But you used to only get to do the second poem if you got a recall. But I'd be like, the second poem was always my strongest. And I used oh. to never get the recall. Why didn't you do that first then? Everyone had to do the first poem first. And also, even that in itself, like, the poor parents must have been going brain dead in the audience. Listen to every child get up and say the same poem. You know what I mean? And they're the most stupid poems as well. I went to this Fesh Matthew thing once in my whole life and I feel like I could have ran head first at the wall. It was that boring. Really? Like people it's say, so boring. Joe, the analogy like watching Pain Troy, it should be changed to watching the Fesh Matthew. It's that boring. <laughs> I've never, ever in my whole entire life been to something really? as boring as the Fesh Matthew. But I used to be so envious of the fellas who used to get the recall. Okay, last scene. I can't believe this is actually one. Do we need to whisper at the, at the pride one? What, I've done it for the six, like, it would just be weird if I didn't okay, do it the last one. Sorry. Pride. 
I didn't know what way to do it. It's it's tough that delivery of that one. Pride, that's homophobic. That's homophobic, bitch. No wonder they're saying we're going to go to hell. No wonder they say we're sinners when we have festivals named after one of the sins. Exactly. Like who decided that pride was a sin? Sorry, now if I'm confident, I'm suddenly a sinner. What the heck? Fuck that. Nah, this is bullshit. Nah, that's it. When I'm going to talk about that one. We're going to reevaluate the list. I feel and create our own list. Yeah, let's create our own list of sins. Guys, pride is not a sin. Pr- no. Well, what in what I'm trying to think of what instance they're referring to pride. Like, is it like complete narcissism? Is it? I don't know. But also, take pride in your appearance. Yeah, girls. Like, if you're looking fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Like, own it. Be proud, babe. Be proud of it. There's no sin in pride. But as well, if you're not like apologizing to someone because of your pride, oh, I think sorry. that's when it gets. That's like, what sinny. I was trying to think of. That's kind of sinny, isn't it? Get over yourself, then. I kind of love sinny. Sinny? Pure kind of sinny. Pure sinny bits. Pure sinny energy. <laughs> People hate us. I hate myself, I think. <laughs> Is that a sinny? <laughs> oh my God, if, you're go- if you just did something pure bad in the day and I go, oh my God, is that a sinny? That's pure sinny, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so for those of you who have committed one of the deadly sins in the past and your conscience is still eating you up over it, what we've done is we created a confessions board for you guys to write into us, tell us your chaotic confessions, just to get it off your chest so it's no longer like getting you down. And then what we're going to do is we're going to give you your penance yeah. to absolve you from all your sins. Cue the Angelus. Lads, we got so many confessions. I was loving it. I was loving. The tea was piping hot. I burnt my fingers. Right. So, (laughs) first confession on the list is... Right. In college, I lived with four girls, two of which were non-stop partiers. One night, they brought back the party to our house. The other two girls and myself were up until 6am because of the party. I was raging, so in the morning, on my way to college... I saw one of the girls' phones on the kitchen table. I stole the phone out of pettiness and never gave it back. I threw it away. But after that, I lost three phones consecutively. So that was my karma. Oh. I. <laughs> she stole her phone. Imagine just picking up the phone off the counter and just throwing it away. That's bad bitch energy. I'm sorry. You I have can't to respect it. it. You have to respect the flex. Imagine her walking out of the house, walking down the road and just throwing it in the bin. <laughs> and having a giggle to herself. That is kind of crazy, isn't it? That's so funny. But I kind of love it. What could be the penance for that? That's a bit chaotic in my books. That is a bit chaotic. What could be her penance? Okay. Okay, so your penance is you have to sing Born This Way by Lady Gaga five times. Perfect. Okay, kind of loving this one, right? Okay, so this says, lads, you will die at this. So... Pure Northside story here now, by the way. Loving that. And she goes... An ally. <laughs> when I was in primary school, we had to pay 50p every week for the heating. What? What? Was that not included in your annual fees? I don't know. Anyway, so I thought, as a pure businesswoman at that age, 50p? I'll save that. So I kept it for myself. After a few weeks anyway, my mum found it snooping through my room. And when I came home from school, she went, Where did you get all this money from? So I said it was the money for the heating. And she said, well, why didn't you give it? And I said, well, like, I'm never cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's iconic. 
So instead of being mad, she did what man knows best and she took me down to town to spend it. Yeah! I love that! I love that the man was pure like, actually, this is iconic behaviour. No, it taught you to be chaotic for the rest of your life. Yeah. That, that's not teaching you any lesson. <laughs> you were being rewarded for your theft. Chaos, but like. And babe, you weren't cold because everyone else was paying the heat in there. <laughs> we have to stand though, don't we? Do, does she get a penance? <laughs> What's the penance? You get off scot free, babe. Yeah, we actually kind of love it. Buy your mum something nice because she was such a legend in this scenario. Yeah, that's your penance. Yeah. Okay, so this one's kind of sad. It's breaking my heart a bit. Really? Okay, listen. So, I'm a 24-year-old girl and I've never kissed anyone, let alone gotten the right. I don't know how this has happened. I have, a fr- I have friends and I'm sociable. I don't have a clue how it's gotten to this point and it's getting me down so much. Oh. Uh, to say I've been longing for a kiss is an understatement. It's not even that I feel social pressure or anything. I just really want it for myself. I'm not comfortable confiding in my friends about this. Any advice? Oh, bless us. What age did she say she was? She's 24 and she's never kissed anyone or or obviously not had sex because that would just been awkward, really, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. But like, oh, that's a tough one. That's so hard. I mean, if it's any consolation, I didn't kiss a fella till I was 21. Yeah. But like, the thing is, usually you'd expect to know if I was reading that, I'd be like, oh, she's some kind of like hermit or something. Yeah. she's saying she's quite sociable and she has friends and stuff, but she's just like longing to be kissed. I think maybe because you're 24... Maybe you're building it up in your head to be bigger than it actually is. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of... That's why there's a bit of an anxiety around the whole thing. I think just like... Like, get it out the way. But also, you're in a position where you can be like, Oh, I can make my first kiss really special. Yeah. And it, and like, I think... Try and take it as a constant. And if you do have a friend that's really close to you, it might be nice to tell them. Yeah. So they can support you in it. But also, though, there's no like rush with it either I know you're probably thinking god everyone around me is doing it and like I should get a move on but also it's not as if you're not going to be kissing anyone for the rest of your life yeah you know I what I mean when it's meant to happen it will yeah it will happen okay so your penance is to blow a kiss at three people you fancy during the week when you're out on your walk isn't that iconic if yeah. she just starts going <laughs> that's going to make them want to kiss you as well isn't it but don't because obviously coronavirus but after this is over yeah kiss away kiss away yeah exactly and as well everyone's gonna be mad for kissing once this is over so yeah, yeah you'll be sorted that was more of an advice section than yeah a wasn't confession. it ah bless her back to the confessions back to the confessions okay so loving this one so this person says went interrailing the first summer after college met an australian lad in a nightclub he was like something from home and away oh i love that went back to his hostel dorm and started having sex he was very vocal and some lad in the room next door even came knocking on the door telling us to keep it down. <gasps> dot, dot, dot. Anyway, halfway through sex, he was like, oh, speak to me in Irish. I was flaming and couldn't think of anything other than the Arnahar. <laughs> which, for those, <laughs> which for those of you who don't know what that is, it's the Our Father prayer in Irish. So she goes, so I recited that for him whilst I was riding him. He was, <laughs> he was pure weak for me. Thinking I was pure exotic. <gasps> seeing hell girlies. <laughs> I love that. That is. I love seeing hell. That's brilliant. I just can't stop picturing her on top of him being like, oh no, guitar now. Oh my god. And he's like, keep going, keep going. I do think Irish is pure sexy, so I get what your man was going with, but how funny. That's so funny. I would have went with Catacomb Dulgati and Leheris. But like, you'd have to sustain it then. You'd I run out of it. it. You would go into a prayer though, wouldn't you? You would. Anyway, your penance is the Arnahar. 
How many times? You have to sing it. I used to love when the priest got a bit chaotic and used to decide to sing it at mass rather than say it. Oh my god, yeah, and you have to sing it 69 times. Yeah. Skitting at this one, right? <laughs> We're skitting at all of them. <laughs> because they're brilliant. So one of my housemates was super homophobic. She used to serve so much shade to homos and said all gays are self-obsessed and narcissistic. What? Yeah. Yeah, we are, but you're not allowed to say it if you're not gay. She also said that some people choose to be gay for attention. Oh my God. I was triggered. So I had the biggest narcissistic birthday party where everyone had to dress up as their favourite version of me and I had it in our house. Oh my God, that's <laughs> iconic. Also, just before I moved out, I stole loads of her makeup brushes and products since there were like five other girls in the house. She never expected it was me because she didn't know I was an up and coming Mua. James Charles, eat your heart out, honey. Got away with it to this day. Never fuck with an insta-gay, hun. Oh my God. I love it. I, I love that she was saying that they're so narcissistic and self-obsessed and he was like, oh really? I'm having a birthday party all about me. All about me. Fuck and her. then the like paintbrushes, that is a bit chaotic robbing all our bits. But I love time, it. You were really like wrathful there, weren't you? Okay, so this one says, when I was about 13, I was discovering my sexuality as a little gay boy and I had the biggest crush on a close friend. One night at a sleepover with girls and boys from our class, that was kind of chaotic that they were having a mixed sleepover. Why? We weren't really allowed to that. Anyway, not that I'd be doing it anyway. Well, I would have loved to sleep over with the girlies. Oh, I'd love a girlies you know what I mean? party. But we were never allowed. Well, I probably just didn't ask. Get on with the confession. Anyway. One night at a sleepover with girls and boys from our class, I was sleeping next to him. I remember trying to covertly give him a smooch in his sleep. Should we be reading this? Fuck. And I'm still mortified to this day. Not just because it's embarrassing, but because it's such dodgy behaviour. I'm glad you recognised yeah, you your dodgy ways. But also you were 13. But also you were 13 and you were just like, it's kind of cute, like you were kind of, but also don't be kissing people. Yeah, also sleep. like very sexual harassment. <laughs> I was a hormonal teenage boy, God help me. Anyways, now he's one of the most up and coming musicians in Ireland, gigging away at home and abroad and doing spots on TV and all. Cringing even writing this, but whatever, all in the name of spilling some tea. <gasps> I love it. That's some good gaiety, isn't it? I can't believe he kissed Dermot Kennedy. Oh my god, do you reckon it's Dermot? It definitely is. Oh my god, I was thinking maybe Hosier. Oh, that might oh. be a bit. Is, he, is that his name, Hosier? Hosier, yeah. Or is that the name of the band? No, Hosier is his name, right? Is it? Oh my god, it's Take Me to Church About You. <laughs> <laughs> Next confession. Oh, what's his penance? Oh, penance. Um, Because you're a gay man, this is penance. You have to watch Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Oh my God, that's a good one. Sorry, like... I wish I could get into it, but I can't. It's just too hetero. It's a bit too hetero. I mean, I love Killian Murphy, but... Yeah. I can't get into it. So yeah, that's your penance. That's your penance, babe. Oh my God, Kev, this is very you energy. Why? Okay, listen to this, like... Hi, Az. I remember when I was in fifth class in primary school and everyone in my class was obsessed with Star Doll. And the class bully would always be telling us how her house and clothes were so much better than everybody else's. So long story short, myself and two of my friends made a fake profile on Star Doll Lad to basically catfish her into having an online relationship that she'd tell us about every day in school. We'd be pissing ourselves laughing afterwards, listening to her tell us about the romantic messages he'd sent her. And really, it was just us getting together to get revenge. She never found out it was us. Love ye. <gasps> I love it. Really? She was the class bully. She was the class bully, so like... But also, was she? 
we have to just take their word for it. Do you know what I mean? Okay. But she gave us her name. She's not even ashamed. <laughs> We're going to out you. What's our penance? What's our penance? Okay, so your penance is you have to go into your kitchen and just moo. And then if your family asks you, like, what are you doing? You can't explain why yeah. you just mooed. That's your penance. Go move in the kitchen, babe. <laughs> okay, so this one says, One time I was on my period in my boyfriend's house oh. and his sister was using the shower and I really, really needed to take a poo. <laughs> but there was only one bathroom in the house and period poos now are on a whole new level of I need to go. And basically I shit myself <gasps> and it was... What? And it was so obvious, like in his tiny box room, on his ass and his sheets. <laughs> and I had to blame... And I had to sorry, and I had to blame his little Pomeranian dog. What? Surely, if you shit yourself in the bed beside him, they kind of know it wasn't his dog. Like it was downstairs. And it's like a human shit looks way <laughs> different to a dog poo. Did she just like run down and like grab the dog and like just bring him up to the bed and then poo him and be like, oh my god, look what he's done. <laughs> That's a bit chaotic. Oh my god. I'm dead. What's our penance? What's our penance? Okay, so your penance for that is you need to purchase some Arsenal sheets for your bedroom. <laughs> yeah. And have them in your bedroom. What a laugh. You can shit in them all you want. <laughs> Next confession. Okay, so myself and my grandmother have always been very close. I used to go to her house every day after primary school and she had an old Nokia Blockia phone that I used to be obsessed with and use for like playing snake or texting my friends, etc. Anyway, I was on her phone in the bathroom and didn't I drop it in the toilet? In a pure moment of panic, fright or flight, etc. I just grabbed it, dried it and returned it to where I got it. Evil, evil, I know, but I was like 11 and fearful of getting a baiting from the parents. A few days passed and my grandmother said that she thought her phone had gotten some water damage and was thinking it was due to the holy water in her bag oh. that, maybe she, and that maybe she forgot to close it properly. That's so, oh, cute. That's so cute. Like, bless her, the innocence, he said. Lads, like, I honestly just definitely couldn't own up to them. And 12 years later, I'm still besties with her and she is none the wiser. And I often lie awake at night with the guilt from my chaotic youth eating away at me. Safe to say I was a sneaky, chaotic bitch. I love this. That is pure sneaky, isn't it? <laughs> I thought it was a fella at the start, but I actually think it's a girl now. It could be anyone, could it? It could be anyone. What could they do with their penance? I don't know. Put your head in the toilet. No, that's too fair. <laughs> that's too chaotic. That's funny. Give yourself a swirly. Can we tell him do that? No, I think that's a bit too chaotic. Maybe buy your nan some really nice, like, fancy, like, holy water from Lord. You can probably get it online, could you? Yeah, oh, get her a gorgy font. Yeah, or get her a nice fonty bit. Okay. Or as well, I feel like that's something you could tell your nan now, and she'd be fine with it, and you can laugh yeah, about it. Yeah, I think she could laugh about it. Yeah, so that's your penance. Yeah. Tell the truth. Tell the truth is your penance, bitch. Okay, so this one is the height of chaos, but not just in the act, also in her delivery. Okay. The person's delivery. I don't know who it is. But she says, When I was in my early 20s, I was giving my then boyfriend, now ex, a BJ in his new apartment in the bedroom. He was sitting at the end of his bed and I was on my knees, as you do. <laughs> and his telly fell off the wall and nearly flattened me, fell right on my head and I nearly bit his dick off. <gasps> so I... <laughs> So I'd now like to confess to his new wife that the scar on his willy is my fault. And I hope every time my ex looks at it, he thinks of me. <gasps> Lots of love, your husband's ex. 
and then there's a load of waving emojis and she just says bye and then there's the lips emoji which has sent me but I love it this is chaos that's chaotic the fella should be scared oh my god I love it at the same time I love it also you probably could have put in a claim about the like telly falling off the wall though I suppose not if he put it up himself <laughs> look at you always trying to claim <laughs> I say, I say her ex now is pure allergic to blowjobs and every time he's getting a blowjob he's like having flashbacks. He has flashbacks, yeah, PTSD. Oh my God. What's your penance? Nothing, you're a bad bitch. Yeah, Keep going. you're not getting any penance. We love to see it. She already got a slap of a telly, like, giving her yeah. a penance would be so <laughs> rude. Oh my God, listen to this. I had an affair with a man 20 years my senior and today I got invited to his wedding. <gasps> Oh Go, God. bitch. That's scandalous, isn't it? That is kind of scandalous. What? How How were they involved with the couple that she got invited, they got invited to the yeah. wedding? How does that work? <gasps> yeah, like, I wonder, does... Did he invite her? Or was it, like, is, is she part wife... of the wife's team? So many questions. <gasps> oh, my goodness. What's her penance? Um, but we're saying her, but it could be a man. Oh, yeah. It could be a fella, yeah. Yeah. Scathing expose. Like he, and it could be going to his wedding as in like with another guy. Oh my God, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, of course. <gasps> oh my you know God. No, that it's gay in our heads and adds more of a dimension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's become 10 times juicier now that it's a man. Well, it could be a man. It's a man. We need more details. We've decided it's a man. Okay, so your penance is you have to go to the wedding in full mourning outfit. Yeah. Like you're mourning the death of a person. Yeah, you have to wear like yeah, pure black. Full veil. Full veil. Like Beyonce's hat from formation. Yeah. A big black one. And draw a fake tear on your face. Oh yeah, like you murdered someone in prison. Yeah, kind of that. But actually you just had an illicit affair with this man. I love it. I love it. Is it illicit? What's illicit? I don't know. You had an illicit affair. <laughs> okay, so I think this is my favourite one that we've received. So my first day of uni, when I was 19, I went out and ended up getting in a threesome with Bass Hunter. <gasps> and he made me finger his bum while he shanked a girl on my knee. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My. God. What? That is just a new level, isn't it? It gives it? a whole new dimension to the Know You're Gone song. Oh my God, Bass Hunter. He made your finger his bum. What? I kind of... That's my favourite bit. I love that chaos. Imagine him just, like, saying And you were just like, I love that you were so up for it. But then he was riding the girl on her knee. How does that even work? So, like, she was sitting down. Purely I Tetris. Said, I said the girl was on top of her. She must have had an awful dead legs afterwards. <laughs> Pure pins and needles. And he just goes... And then she just licked the finger up. How did she know he was base under? I would know was... base under if I ran into him, would I? Probably after a gig or something. He was it? probably performing at their freshers party or something. Would he have been? I'm scared. What a laugh. Actually, my friend Susan met Bass Hunter on a beach in Magaluf, I think. And, and she fingered his ass. <laughs> <laughs> but she was pure hungover and she was just like down on the beach and she was like walking up like to get like an ice cream or something in the shop and she just saw him and then she just, she had her glasses on. You know what? The best is just her telling of this story. Yeah. And she goes, and I just put down my glasses and I goes, that's you, Bass Hunter. <laughs> And she just walked away. How funny. That's like That's Susan with the bodice from season one. Oh my God. So Bass Hunter loves a finger in the bomb. 
That's good knowledge. That's good, isn't it? Oh my god, it? I feel like I learned something. That is scathing, isn't it? Your penance is... You must dance to know you're gone via Instagram live. Yeah. You must do it and like just do it, come off the live and just leave it at that. No explanation. And no one's gonna know. And we want the dance to be very finger based dancing. <laughs> Just dance with your fingers, actually. That's I so funny. It. We're going to have to leave it oh, at that. Oh, yeah, let's leave it there. We're not going to top it. So, girls, there was, like, so many confessions. We yeah. had, like, over 150. That's crazy, isn't it? I was like, but we could only access 40 of them because this stupid survey monkey thing <laughs> told us we have to pay 100 quid a month if we want to see the rest of the responses. Yeah, because we have to upgrade to a premium to see all the responses. So we can only see... 40. It was so annoying because they didn't tell us this when we set it up at all. No, it would have really made us like reconsider our choices. And I know we're ending the possibly of ever doing a sponsorship with Survey Monkey. Yeah, but like, so you're fucking shit. What are you up to? So like there's a hundred. So if we didn't get your, you probably sent in gold. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, why the heck isn't mine being called out? Do you know and what I mean? we couldn't see it. So what we're going to do, because we think this is iconic. We want to start introducing this on the reg, I think. On the reg. And as well, I just got so much enjoyment from reading them. Me just up on the roof there like halfway through the day. Yesterday reading them all, I was weak. I love it. It's like having all the best bits from a take a break. Oh my god, that's exactly... It's a take a break, but like Irish edition. I love it. And as well, it's nice because I feel like... It makes me feel like more at ease about like bad shit I do as well. Yeah. Like everyone does like funny bad shit and gets in stupid situations exactly. that they're embarrassed about. So it's kind of like, it kind of normalises it as yeah, well. Yeah, and nice. I feel completely absolved of like spraying my neighbour with the air freshener. <laughs> I feel so much better about that. Other people are way worse. So what we're going to do, because obviously there's so many we didn't get to, we're going to figure out a way to let you still anonymously... Submit like them. submit but not make us bankrupt because we'll have to pay 100 quid yeah, a month exactly we'll find another site or something surely someone will take us yeah and then you have obviously people who we haven't called out already just resubmit your confessions please resubmit them because we know if they're anything like finger and bass hunter in the hole that they're going to be funny I love it also sorry ma'am I should have warned you at the start of this episode yeah sorry ma'am as well <laughs> okay so moving on to ma'am knows best the section we love I love it because it's like we're chatting to our mams, like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's kind of nice like that, isn't it? Anyway, my mam's question this week was... Hey guys, my mam suffers greatly with depression and anxiety, and since the lockdown, she's begun relying heavily on alcohol. Anytime I to bring it up, she gets defensive. How do I approach such a sensitive subject with my mam? Oh, Jesus. It's a tough one, isn't it? I know. Your mam's getting another tough one this yeah, week. Yeah, isn't she? Now, I'd say as well, this could be... Um, something that a lot of people are struggling with at the moment because yeah. I know like there have been talks on like the news and stuff about people like turning to alcohol yeah. just to like pass the day but anyway my mum said the difficulty in replying to this question is that one I'm not qualified enough really and two thankfully I don't suffer from or have to live with depression anxiety on a daily basis but I can certainly empathise with the huge struggle people have with their mental health and all the restrictions now that the coronavirus brings with it adding to all our anxieties I find myself having a few drinks every couple of nights since the lockdown, whereas in general it would be Saturday night or on special occasions. You seem so worried about your mum and you need to tell her. Maybe she doesn't realise how her drinking is impacting on your fears and worries about her health. So however you approach this conversation, I really hope what you say and the way you say it will make a difference. Kiss. 
that's perfect, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's really succinct. Um, I think she's right in the sense that like it's 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 difficult for her to like um give proper guidance on the like the specifics of the situation. Yeah. Because obviously this is something like she's going through with her mum and also like she's not a professional, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's sometimes hard when we're trying to advise and stuff when we don't see the full picture, but what like the advice your mum gave is so solid. Yeah. And it's definitely something we should take you should take on board. Right? Yeah. And what I would also say is like just if it is something that like you're struggling with more or you feel like you need like more guidance on it, like looking after someone like who's like in a distressed state like that can be quite like overwhelming for you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it can be so daunting on yourself as well. So you need to make sure you're looking after yourself as well as yeah. looking after your man. And I would say like, oh, thanks so much for like sharing this with us because I do believe, and one of the things that I love about this section is I believe that like a problem shared is a problem halved. Yeah. So hopefully this will be a bit of a weight off your shoulders, but also don't be afraid to like get some like professional advice on it by like, you know, taking a look at the Samaritans website. And I know they have a helpline as well, which we conclude in the um episode description in the episode yeah. description and stuff for you but thanks so much for reaching out to us and hopefully my mum was able to shed a bit of light on the situation yeah and if anyone's listening and they're kind of feeling the same guys just know you're not alone in yeah. it and there is such good help out there like Smartins is amazing so we will link them in the description yeah exactly okay so my mum's question is how do I deal with starting my 30s and still being single okay okay mm. so Nula Curbs Come through, Mama. Our favourite agony aunt. <laughs> Dear listener, I'm amazed at the reaction from young adults like yourself when you turn 30. You're panicking over nothing. <laughs> you are still so young and you have achieved so much up until now. In time, when life gets back to normal, look at what you have to offer in a relationship and keep focusing on your positive traits. Be nice to yourself as this is how people see you. But also, just enjoy being 30 as you will soon have other commitments. Best wishes to all my 30-year-olds. <laughs> I love that. Love news. I love that sign-off. I love best wishes to all my 30-year-olds. I love the whole advice. Yeah. The whole lot of it. Especially the bit where she said, be kind to yourself. Yeah. Because, like, don't be creating this undue pressure for yourself, like, to be in a relationship. You know what I mean? It's going to happen. Yeah, and as well, like, if you keep thinking to yourself, like, oh, is there something wrong with me that I'm not going out with someone and I'm 30? I'm like, number one, 30 is young, girls. We're not 15 anymore. 30, 30 is like young. Yeah. You know what I mean? 30, 30. Yeah, literally. It's called 30, 30 for a reason. <laughs> you go out and have a screen. 30, flirty and thriving. Um, and then just be nice. You have to be nice to yourself because if you're like, oh, there's something wrong with me and like you're panicking and you're trying to get a fella or trying to get a girlfriend, that's, it never happens. No. It always happens when you least expect it. Don't get caught up in your head about like oh I'm 30 and I need to find someone now like I have an uncle who only came out in his 40s and he's with the love of his life so it's exactly. like you can find love of whatever age or there's people now who are finding love of whatever age in their life yeah my mum and dad got together way later in life exactly. so they both, and they both had kids and everything when they had me and Lindsay so like it can happen at any stage girls happen at any stage when you least expect it Cupid's gonna come over and smack you on the bum with his arrow and you'll be pure like watch it that far and it's because he's making you fall in love. You got me tripping, oh stumbling, oh sinking. Oh, oh. Fergie. Fergie, clumsy because she's falling girls. in love. Throw it on after the podcast and thank us later. <laughs> I love clumsy as a spin track. I can't wait to go back spinning. Really? 
I can't wait to be in like a room of like you know what I mean and just playing the music of it and pure cycling like cycling on your bike bits cycling on my bike and pure energy bits I love it do you know what I mean anyway okay girly so that was a podcast a confession <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say okay girly so that was a podcast <laughs> that's how you podcast girlies and girlies that's how you podcast but yeah I hope you Good enjoyed night. the episode Hope you have a lovely Sunday. Hope it's very wholesome. And if there's anything you take away from this, girls, is call it pajamas, not loungewear. I was going to say, don't be hard on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself either. Yeah, we're all human. Just like we're all doing our best. This is unprecedented times. Just live your life. Exactly. And if you're not really hurting anyone, you're grand. You're Everything grand. else is like insignificant. As long as you're a nice person at heart, you're grand. You're grand. And as long as you're making yourself happy, don't be like, I should be doing this, should be doing that. Fuck that. Enjoy your day. Loves you, babe. Are we getting pure preachy? Bit preachy, is it? I don't know. You don't have to listen to us either. If you yeah, don't want to. exactly. You could. <laughs> we just see. We just start rambling at the end. At girls. the end, because we don't know what way to wrap it up. But anyway, that's Live, all for now. Love. Bye, girlies. Bye. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Have a good day, girls. Bye, bye. Take care. See you, lads. Bye, bye girlies. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. And do your penance. Bye. Bye, bye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.